are listening to the Coles and Rips podcast. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of the Colson Lives Podcast. That's right, mid-series break time. As always, I am Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungate-Hawk. So the mid-season finale hit, and it's called What They Become. Which wasn't ominous at all. Right. Uh... Pretty pretty much what everyone expected, though, is what they became. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, let's see. IMDb says that this episode entails Whitehall and Coulson's forces take part in an explosive confrontation that changes everyone's fates. Sky uncovers about her past. That was a poorly constructed sentence at the end there. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Sky uncovers about her past. But you're missing a word. There's a word that's meant to go in that sentence, and you've left it out. Yep. Truths, things, revelations, all those words would have made that sentence better. Also yep. a preposition at the end. Sky <laughs> discovers about her past at. Yeah. I was trying to make it worse. Sorry. Yeah, that's. I figured I was going the worse. wrong way. I was going the wrong direction. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Um, a lot happens in this episode, and it's all pretty weird. Yep. True fact. So, let's see. Plot wise. That wasn't nearly a good enough synopsis. Uh, yeah, I mean, there. you know how usually we break it down into different plot lines and then sort of uh, talk about where they... Inter- the, all of the... It's all the same plot Everything line. happens. Everything has come yeah. together. One big happening arc, yeah. in the same place. Just about. Correct. Yeah, I mean, Sky and Ward get captured by Whitehall because he's all like knowledgeable about their betrayal and stuff and because he has eyeballs yeah and he's like oh and your guy's dead and you have the desire to kill me so we're gonna you know prevent that from happening and we're gonna take you three and lock two of you up and leave the crazy psycho dad guy untethered 
because of course we can control him with the control dot, except it obviously doesn't work that well. Yeah. He's got he's got an exceptional power of will. And like rage. He, he was able to force himself to move through the pain. Or the paralysis. Well, I think or whatever it was more it was. like force himself to move to take it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. But like it literally locked Raina down and he was able to mm-hmm. slowly reach for it and yank it out. Which must have sucked, but hey. Yeah. Um, so that side happens, and they escape. Uh, what's the other crew up to by then? They're going to go in and plant the bombs. Yep. The only time that the, the the plot was really at all very split was at the very beginning when it was like, oh, yeah, we have to talk about how they didn't get blown out of the sky. Yeah. Fancy flying by May. Fancy flying well, by that. May, yep. Which I put in my notes as cavalry is back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she is. All right. Yeah. Uh, Fitz and Simmons and not Matt. Uh, what's the other guy? Trip. Trip. Yeah, they go down to plant all the bombs while everyone else is trying to evacuate. And they put on hazmat suits so they don't get taken over by alien mind control again. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Sort of like how we totally talked about last week. Exactly. It's like we were talking about how they wanted hazmat suits, and then the very first conclusion that Simmons came up with was, we should be okay if we wear hazmat suits. And we're like, yes, thank you. Boom. Crushing you. Uh, then they realize that they don't have enough time, so Fitz is all like, yeah, I'll just uh, go off by myself. Oh, yeah. And I thought to myself, like, okay, so he's gonna either do something fuck-up-ish, or he's gonna run into Mac and have to talk Mac out of his rage infection thing. And neither of those things happened, he just... Succeeded admirably. Because, well, because we're pushing the confrontation back to the end of the episodes. Yeah. Where it does the most cliffhangery good. Yeah. It just felt weird to kind of have that moment of focus on Fitz going off by himself with no, with nothing to come of it. You follow through. Yeah. yeah. Well, no payoff. The the only thing that happened because of that was Fitz and or Simmons and Trip were up top again and they're like oh no Fitz is not going to make it oh wait there's Fitz well and then they're like oh 10 minutes to spare alright good oh no now we have to go back down and undo the bombs because if the bombs go off then everybody dies so it's like even all so the work me, that they so did let me run down there without my hazmat suit on. which is a little weird but the thing, that, the thing that frustrated me more about that was oh here's this good you know 10 to 15 minute storyline about them setting these bombs and then immediately it's like a 45 second throwaway. oh I've got to go disarm all the bombs yeah so well, at least we saw them putting the bombs together, so it's not that surprising that all he has to do is pull the timer out. Yeah. This is true. That is true. I don't know. They They're just it felt to me like they didn't know what to do with those three, so they just kind of had them 
Yeah, let's have them plant the bombs and then have to unplant the bombs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and how did, uh, I mean, I understand how Coulson running around down there without a hazmat suit would work because he technically has the GHB 350 doobity doobity blah blah in his blood. But, um, but Trip didn't, and he went down there and he didn't roid out. And I thought maybe it was because he didn't make any skin on skin contact or anything. But at one point in time, like, he leans against the wall and is tired and he's excited that he disarmed all the bombs before he blew up. And then he pushes his head against the wall. And I was like, no, no, okay, no, I guess I'm just wrong. Well, because if you remember back to when Matt got infected, when he touched the floor, there was that big design. Mm. And it had some contact points in it. And that's what lit up before he got taken over. And Trip is running around in the bare rock wall section. It's true. And he didn't touch the ground where the design was. But that just seems like, unless it's only got one charge and Mac is the only one that they're keeping to guard the area, which is acceptable. Um, it just seems like a really shitty trap if I can just get around it by wearing boots. Yeah. And knowing not to touch the ground. Well, that's the hard part. The floor's hot lava. If you're... If yeah. you're Concerned about looking for something, then you're going to be brushing things off, and you'll probably touch things. That's true. Yeah, as action-packed and fun as this episode was, it just there was a lot of. It felt rushed, like not not the pacing of the episode itself, the the preparation, the coming up with the breaking of the episode. Just it felt like they were like needed an extra episode on the front end here and they didn't quite have everything worked out nicely. Sure. It was a little hectic, I guess. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that had to happen quickly. And so we didn't get the payoff that we've been hoping for on a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It it was weird. I really enjoyed it, but it just it was funky. Yeah. Funky or clunky or both? Both sounds good. I would agree. I I enjoyed it like a ton though. Like I'm I'm one of those guys that like if you see the setup coming and then it it pays off like even even a little bit different than you than you expected, then I get excited. Like it, it seems it seems good. Like I like being even marginally surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, Sky's dad, Cal, being able to sort of win her over, and then for a brief moment, for a brief then moment totally lose her again, and then and then like psycho out a little bit again. It was like it was uh, that scene itself was such a well-directed scene that you sort of got showed you you sort of turned on to Cal's side for a minute. Because mm-hmm. as he's telling a story, it's just so, you know, relatable that you kind of want Sky to, to like him. And then all of a sudden he's like, and now I'm going to kill the guy, the blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, shit, that's right. You're totally crazy. I've forgotten that you're just nutty. Awesome. Yeah. It was well, it was well directed and well written. And the, the, the things like that would, would make this show and episodes like this make me happy that was a really poorly 
uh, made sentence as well. Yes. 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 I'll just add an F at the end of it. <laughs> that makes everything worse. Yep. Found four. Cutting edge Howland Commando technology circa 1945. Oh, 10 would be better without the dwarves scanning the tunnels. We don't know what's down there. We know electronics don't work. Yeah, I know. That's why we need mechanical detonators for the bombs. Look, I'm sorry. These are awesome. Dum Dum Dugan would be proud. I don't want to sound ungrateful. The good news about going old school is that these babies are immune to EMPs and electronic jamming. The bad news? You can't trigger them remotely. Yeah, we'll start the towns and run like hell. Pick four spots and I'll make them go boom. Okay, well, Asia May says this is ground zero for the obelisk and whatever apocalyptic stuff it's supposed to do. So if we plant explosives around it... I think as a two-parter, this episode and last episode are probably the... I would say the best arc we've had so far. I agree with you. Like, last week's episode felt really stale because a ton didn't happen, and this one felt rushed because too much happened, but if you look at them together, it's sort of perfect. Right, yeah. Mostly because it's been paying off what has been set up for the first half of this season and tidbits of last season of yep. Sky and her heritage and missing past, yeah. which I think was originally teased in like episode three of last season with 084. They talk about the 084 and how she's... Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. That's, that was the first time that Coulson brought up the fact that she's been being spirited around by S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, nice to see the a bit of a payoff there. Uh, and I totally agree with you, Rudy, that her scene with her dad was really well done. Definitely worth the season and a half of build up to it. Yeah. So. Well, and there's even a payoff for that later when when like Cal is beating the crap out of Coulson and Sky slash Daisy comes out and is like, stop it. Stop punching him. Please stop punching him. Dad. And then he stops. Like it it gave her the foundation, the bedrock for that relationship to be able to use that word with power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But can we just say that she is absolutely not a daisy? No. No, she is not. Nope. I did some I did some uh comic connection research. I don't know if you did too or not, Dan. I have her page up right here in front of me, but go for it. Daisy was Daisy Johnson or something like Johnson, that? Johnson, yes. Who is uh fa uh, is the daughter of Calvin something. Um, who has super strength and is crazy. Cal something has super strength and is crazy. I think he's also super villain, as, Mr. Um, Hyde. Mr. Hyde, yeah. Which makes sense. Yep. Definitely got the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing going on. Yep. Dr. Calvin Zabo. Uh, but she is a member of, in the comic books, she is a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's also a member of the Inhumans. Her superhero secret identity is Quake. She has the power to earthbend. No, uh, to create <laughs> minor uh, or minor or major geological activity. Is that yes. right? Geology. Yes. Okay. Yes. She can create tremors with her brain, I guess. Right. I like earthbend. 
uh, yeah. So, I mean, we get a glimpse into that at the end when Sky comes out of the cocoon and basically starts to collapse the temple. Yeah, except it's not really clear that she's doing it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, the explosion when she blows the stuff off of her is, is definitely all her, but it's hard to tell if what happens afterwards is her or... Yeah. I mean, the way that the stuff particulated off her, I thought maybe she got some sort of limited telepathy. Telepathy? No, ESP. The, the ability to move stuff with your brain. Telekinesis. Telekinesis. That's the word I went for. Um... Phoenix had both of those things, right? Telekinesis and telepathy? Yes. Okay, good. That's why. Okay. They do not always come together. Yep. They do not usually come together. This is true. Uh, but, yeah, it was hard to know that it was the quakes. Because, you know, the big thing just happened, and who knows if the temples just self self-destruct or whatever. Yeah, and uh, it, did Reyna get free, too? Raina did get free too. We saw her very briefly. Her, She's got little face spines. And her eyes changed colors, and she was shown through the smoke. Like it, she she went through a relatively radical transformation. Physically, anyway, we don't know if she's gotten any other powers, or if it's just that now she kind of looks like a fish. She kind of looks like what she is, which is a snake. Oh, oh. Up top. nice. With face spines. Yeah. And Cause that whole thing just was super rushed and was really hard to tell what was going on. And, then... and we're busy also being sad at the same time. There's a little part yeah. of me that would have been okay if they had shown like, okay, so the obelisk goes up. Uh, Reina becomes covered in stuff. Sky becomes covered in stuff. Trip kicks it. He gets hit with a piece of the obelisk. He gets covered in stuff. And it's then, a different kind of covering. It's a different kind of covering. So it's the rock instead of the, like, well, you know, no, no, Groot-looking no. wood but, stuff. But also they, their clothes also got covered. That's true. It covered all of them, like, and then and him, it's just and, his skin. And then we mid-season break. Mm-hmm. No, he's dead. Oh, no, I know that he's dead, but we don't know if they're also host. Like, uh, this idea been... that breaking the obelisk mid-transformation might have fucked them. And then they go to credits, and then they come back after the credits with the with the guy with no eyeballs. Yeah. Oh, that would have been good. Because that would have been like, oh, God, what the fuck happened? And then the tease would come, and it'd be like, there's two more, or there's another one, or something like that. And you'd go like, oh, hope. Hope for the break. Um, but what they also what they did was good. It's just there. I always feel like I know a better yeah, way to do that. But you don't have to always have the most horrible cliffhanger. Oh no, I don't think. But it's mid-season break. Yes, you do. You, no, you don't. <laughs> it's smart to have a very powerful cliffhanger, yeah. but it doesn't have to be. I don't know what I'm. It's got to be say. something that wants to bring you back after a month. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's the point. Is like if it's something that's mediocre, it's like, hey, this it might be pretty cool when you come back. Well, then guess, why well, would we come back? Great. It's like eh, I guess I'm just gonna be done with this show. Well, seems like a good this, the time. The temple is falling down. We don't actually know if anybody's gonna survive. Oh, everyone's gonna survive. Except that everyone knows that Sky is now Quake, and so she's obviously gonna survive because she can just. Yeah. So what about Coulson and Mac? They're still down in the tunnels. 
I think Mac is fine now because he lost the rage monster after the process began. But that doesn't mean that he's okay. He might have actually died from the fall. But they just killed the other black guy on the show, so I doubt they're going to kill that one. They can't kill both black guys and only the black guys in one episode. They can. Oh, it would be horrible, goodness. but they could. I don't think they're going to do that to us. No, I don't think enough. they're going to do it either. But they're not going to kill Mac because Mac is with Coulson, and Coulson has to survive. No, but she's saying they could have killed Mac last episode, but he just didn't realize it yet. I guess. But I That's think that weird. the rage monster thing gave him superhuman durability, and when he fell, he did not die. He just. Well, Took he, it like a champion. He fell on his back, if you go by the dust patterns on his shirt in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and he fell on rubble because it was sort of scattered. But anyway. So I'm not giving 100% to his chances, unless somehow the city has given him healing as well. Because, wow. No, he's just super dense. Like, he's extra strong, so he didn't take any damage when he hit the floor. Uh... I'm not saying it makes sense, but I'm saying that's the way they're probably going to go. What if he has super strength forever now? Oh, my God. Unlikely. They could just start making everyone super, which would be great. No. Slowly but surely, they've got a whole Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. team, and they're all... Boring. Well, they've got one already. But she doesn't know it yet. And it's also relatively minor power. Yeah. Because being able to make earthquakes is only so useful. Yeah. If they don't say bring down the house one time between this season and next season, <laughs> I'll be severely disappointed. <laughs> that would be horribly bad. In a hilarious. Awesome way. I can see Colson doing it too. Yep. It's with his right with his sunglasses on. Alley. Got his sunglasses on, he turns around super serious and says, Sky, bring down the house. And then she just gives him a funny look. He goes, what? And then she brings down the house. Um, <laughs> Can we back it up just a little bit? Yes. There's something that happens in the beginning of this episode, which is still a long-running thing going on. And that's whatever Bobby gets out of Max's stuff. Yes. Some kind of of thumb drive, which she is not sneaky enough, and Hunter still sees it. That's a good moment, too. That has not been dealt with, so that is something that's going to happen later. Yeah. Yeah, we got to have some sort of plot things coming. Yeah, they got to start teasing at whatever's next, because this feels like it's starting to come to a conclusion, or at least a mid-clusion. Well, we've got a kind of fracturing going on because hooray, hooray, we've, we've, at least we think that we've killed Whitehall. We probably killed Whitehall. I don't think he's immune to bullets. Uh, and so then we've got... Evil May. Evil May. That is just no. Agent 33 and Ward have gone off. Yay, Ward's got himself a minion. You know that he's going to be able to get her to do whatever. Because she's a leaf in the wind. She has no idea what she wants to do for herself. She doesn't have a self Because right she's now. brainwashed, yep. <laughs> so we've got them. 
we've got whatever else is going on with Hydra because we already know that Whitehall's not the top boss. Mm-hmm. We found that out before. And we've got Sky's dad, who is totally going to be coming back at some point. Oh, yeah. So. I did like I did like the conversation between Hunter and Mockingbird. I always want to call her Mocking Jay now. Bobby, her name is Bobby. Bobby. Um, when he says, "I know that I, I, I know what you're trying to hide from me, but I trust that it's not about me, so I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend to ignore it," which is like as close as Hunter's gonna get to saying, "I trust you." <laughs> yeah. Yep. Which is a fair um, pattern to take when you work for an agency of spies. To be able to say, I trust you enough. (laughs) All right. Um, I guess we've kind of segued into character stuff, but do we have more? Last plot bits. More plot stuff? Uh, not really. I think we may have covered them in our haphazard way. Okay. Uh, I did have one minor plot thing. Okay. When they're that awesome opening sequence of the plane being attacked and then May going through the clouds and dumping out all the extra rooms or whatever, the pods. And then we cut later to Fitzsimmons sitting in an interrogation room, which I always assumed was one of those pods. Because... She probably didn't do everything. Yeah, she only did things on one side, I think. It wasn't everything. I guess I just don't realize how big that thing is. Cause... It was Sky's bedroom. Yeah. The other thing that I that I noticed that was very subtle was when they were coming out of the clouds and starting to make for um, the city. Um, the 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 camera work and the plane movement made it seem so much faster than it usually does. And I don't know if that's because they were on full burn or if it was because the camera was just, it was just a trick of the camera. But either way, it was kind of fun to see them look like they were making haste. Hmm. Interesting. They are pretty fast. Still surprisingly fast, yeah. Four or five, five or six hundred miles an hour minimum. Or they fall out of the sky. Yep. Yeah. Looking for something? Mm. Mac would hate to see his garage like this. I heard what happened with Mac. Then you know it was my fault. That's not the story going around. I heard it wasn't Mac that came out of that hole. You did what had to be done. You think he's dead? Between whatever infected him and the hundred foot drop, When this is all over, I'm gonna cry for like a week. Hey, come here. Max, one of the best. 
If he really is gone, then the number of people I trust on this planet just plummeted. I didn't think you trusted anyone. Moment of weakness. Let's just say I mistrust some less than others. Diego, Colson wanted me to set a meeting. You know, could use some backup. I might know a guy. Want me to see if he's available? Is he good? Ah, oh, good enough to know you're keeping a thumb drive from him. I want to trust you, Bob. I really do. So I'm going to assume that whatever's on that drive has nothing to do with you and me. I'll go get my weapons and we can go. Alright, then I guess character stuff. Fitz and Simmons are talking to each other again, which I like. Uh, maybe not about the important stuff, but they are actually they able are to have yeah. a conversation and spitball correctly. Um, Feels like a good midpoint in the their rebuilding of their relationship. Yeah, and they're so. going to come back stronger than ever. Yeah. As usual, their side of things is pretty spot on and pretty strong. Yeah. Ugh. Give Fitz a freaking daytime Emmy. No, Emmy. Give him an Emmy. Emmy's for television, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. give him an Emmy. I doubt that's going to happen, but I would, okay. I would be okay with that and approve that greatly. He's good. Uh, yeah. The other big one is Sky, um, which is no surprise considering all the stuff that's happening to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's on a roller coaster this episode. Meets her dad, has it confirmed again that he's an utter nut job. Finds out something about her past, including her old name. Which she looks just about as unconvinced as I am about it. Yeah. Decides that she doesn't want the man that she wanted dead dead. I think that's the biggest one. Because she had her opportunity to kill him. Like, she could have just straight up killed him. But instead she let him go because I'm guessing she feels something. Like, maybe she doesn't necessarily feel daddy-daughter relationship. It's like there's something about him that she can't just put down. On the other hand, she tries to put down Ward. Yeah. Which she always totally said, deserves. She always said, given the chance, he, she would. It's really too bad he had an armor plate right there. But she still did some damage. That's an awesome leather jacket, by the way. I want yes. one. Now that I'm going to go into like, bulletproof battle, but having a jacket lined with bulletproof uh, casings Panel. is pretty sweet. And yet she still shoots him. He's still bleeding. He deserves it. And her line as she walks by him was fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It. I've got to say I was pretty shocked that she actually did shoot him. I'm not. Look, she is so... I mean, I'm not surprised from her point, but uh, just the fact that that actually happened. Like, I wasn't expecting it to happen. Yeah. And did you see his face, too? Oh, I was so surprised. Yeah. Maybe it'll be enough to jog him out of a little bit of his self-involved psychosis. Mm. But I'm not going to hold my breath. 
Yeah. What else? Colson gets the crappy out of him. That's not a character. Uh, oh, um, Cal is super pissed off at Colson because Colson killed Whitehall and took away his chance to kill Whitehall to get revenge for the death of his wife. Yep. I kind of saw that one coming, actually. Absolutely, yes. Someone was going to kill Whitehall before Cal got to him. Yeah. So, uh, I kind of forget. How did we leave off with Cal? Cal was beating the crap out of Coulson. Uh, Sky held a gun to him, told him that if he didn't walk away, she'd kill him. And he said, I'll be there for you. Uh, because after the transformation, you're going to be different. No, and no and one will understand you. you and I'll always love you. And so she doesn't look that different, so I think that if she wants to, she's going to have pretty much no trouble hiding that she has powers. She'll be all right blending. Um, Raina, Raina, on, on the, the other, other hand, hand, is probably going to have to go seek out Cal. Yeah. Or a mysterious eyeless man. Oh, yeah. Raina's going around the twist, too. You got a little too swept up in this idea of prophecy, I think. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm on the list of Inhumans Wikipedia page and trying to figure out who she's supposed to be. But it's not, not yielding much, I mean, many no good one results. That looks kind of like a lizard. <laughs> the closest thing I found was Medusa, who is like the queen of the Inhumans. I don't know. All you really see is that she's got little face spines that could be lizardy, or it could be fishy, and then she's got some pretty weird eyes. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure One, it out yeah. eventually. Yeah. Well, it, it looks like we're gonna get to see it next episode, so yeah. we have to wait a while. But on the TV line. Um... The Agents of Shield Winter Finale Sky and Human Daisy Johnson article thing. Uh, TV Line asks Jed Whedon and and Tankeron, 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 like that. Um, has Reyna been distinctly affected by the transformation? Whedon says she may have been changed. You glimpse a little bit of what may have happened to her at right, but in the very next episode we learn exactly what happened. And then Tankeron says, we know that Reyna and Sky have similarities. We've seen them go through the same mist. Uh, Reyna absolutely thinks they have a connection and are destined for the same thing. How Reyna transforms will be, will be the back half of our season. So she's obviously changed. We see that. Absolutely. And we don't know if there's been any mental components. There's a better picture of that. Like, this yeah, is, this is not a great... Well, that's the final. That's when yeah. she's leaving. Um, but yeah, we don't know if it's just physical or if she's got powers or if she's gone crazy or I'm guessing she has the same amount of like, I'm guessing, well, no, it's hard to know. It's like, she, she already has the power to move people. I wonder yeah, if it's amplified really her ability. Way of, of talking to people into Yeah. She's just very reasonable in the way she speaks. Maybe now she won't be able to do that because she's going to look like a monster. 
Maybe you should get in the car. Maybe you're a fish woman. Yeah. <laughs> I think lizard is more likely. <laughs> but definitely with little face fine. What if she's Aquaman? No. Aquawoman? No. Aqua lady. Stop. <laughs> water woman? I don't think water has much to do with it. She doesn't have a trident yet. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. All right. Uh, cool. Well, I think we're good on characters. Then. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, well. We're here today, in part, because of the three of you. You delivered Raina as you promised, and I had my initial doubts about you, young lady, but you are slowly earning my trust. And your knowledge of the Diviner has led us to this historic moment. For that, I offer my gratitude. I have just one question. How does she fit in? I needed insurance that S.H.I.E.L.D. wouldn't blow us out of the sky. But you also ordered that the S.H.I.E.L.D. plane shouldn't be shot down. I had to counter that order myself. I have a theory as to why she's here. I'd like you to pick it up. You first. I guess two. Two new pieces of tech. One being the bomb detonating devices. Which aren't really which they're, aren't they're really old. New. <laughs> new tests. They're like super old. And the other being the gigantic plasma drill. Yeah. Like this plasma cutter can cut through almost anything. We should probably make a bigger one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> And that's basically it. Uh, well, there's the diviner, and it's opened up form. Ooh, the crystal stuff was so pretty. And yet still dangerous looking. Good job, props department. Yep. Yeah. Um, speaking of the diviner, oh, no, that's speculation. Sorry, we'll get there. Okay. Remind me about the diviner when we get to speculation. We're almost there. There's... Really, not any other tech. Yeah, and there's a there's a few <laughs> quotes, but nothing extreme. I what was the one that I said was going to be my quote? My, oh, I know what it was. I wrote it down. <laughs> my my favorite quote of the episode was they're in the room. Uh, Sky and her father are in the room. He goes, and now I'm going to go kill the man who killed my wife. Nope. No, what was it? What did I'm we going to say? kill the man who destroyed, who destroyed my, life. my life. Best, Best day, day ever. ever. Yeah. 
That's the quote of the episode for me. And then it turns into a pretty bad day for him, but that's okay. That's all right. It was still a good quote. I was literally in the moment. I said, I don't care what anyone else says. That is the quote of the episode for me. That's fair. Uh, I had a couple. I think it's Guy again talking about S.H.I.E.L.D. She says, S.H.I.E.L.D. teaches you to control yourself. And Hydra just wants to control everyone else. That's a good yeah. line. That was good. Uh, when they're getting ready to jump out, head out and on their crazy, stupid mission. I think it's uh, Hunter who says, don't die out there. And everyone's like, well, yeah, that's kind of the idea. It's like, yeah, I don't know, just like to be reminded. No, it's Bobby. No, it's Bobby. It's Bobby. Bobby says she it. She says, he, we like to remind each other. He likes to hear it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And he goes, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good inter-character moment. Yeah. So... That, those were the two big ones I had. There was one part where I felt like there was a better quote to be had, which was Trip and Fitzsimmons above the hole. And Fitz, Fitz says, what do we do if we see um, Mac down there? And Trip says, well, if, it, if we find him dead, then we'll bring his body back. And if we find him alive, then something, something, something. Uh, but I was like, and if we find him alive, then we'll kill him and we'll bring his body back. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been good, but a little a little morbid for ABC. Yeah, that's true. See, it would make sense for Trip to say, though, like, and then the other two could have a reaction and be, because of it. Yeah. So. No, it, it definitely could have been, could have yeah. worked. But They can't even bring his body back. He's too big. Oh, Trip's body. No, Trips. he's so it's crumbly. It's been disintegrated. Yeah. Oh, Trip. How are we going to get all the toys now? Oh! And I liked him, too. Here's the other quote of the episode. What? All, uh, where's your, why is your brother hiding? Oh, yes. Oh, all the excitement. It's sort of, uh, fried his circuits. <laughs> he's recharging his batteries. And then yeah. and, and, and goes, I know what you're doing. I see what you're doing. <laughs> it's the whole thing where I I want it to be true, where they've been trolling, although how an LMD can troll, it, but I wouldn't put it past them. Or or the one with the sense of humor is the real one. Yeah. <laughs> there was that, there was, I mean, I love that character, those characters, whatever you want to call it, but... Like, the multifaceted single character. The, the <laughs> airplane starts diving, and one of them's like, I think I'm going to vomit. And the other one's like, this is so cool! <laughs> Best roller coaster ever! <laughs> yeah, basically, Pat and Oswald's just awesome. Yes. Basically, yeah. Basically. <clears throat> if you haven't... I know that you have, Dan, but for the audience, if you haven't seen the Pat and Oswald uh, Star Wars... start uh, Star Wars... Um, Star Trek filibuster from, I guess, Parks and Rec. You should go out and watch that because it's fantastic. Yes. It's not a 
not ideal, but assaulting from up here is our best bet. The narrow corridors reduce Hydra's numerical advantage. Sounds perfect, other than the fact that Hydra's drill will be all the way down in the basement. What about the comms? Hydra scans for them. Two goals. Stop the drill, find Sky. Are you forgetting a third? What's that? Don't die out there. We tend to remind each other not to die. Thought that was implicit. He likes to hear it. Who doesn't like to hear it? Sweet. Uh, speculation, then. I think that the uh, the diviner that was used and I think broken to make uh, Sky and Reyna into Inhumans was uh, her mom's. I think that it's handed down generation to generation. That's why her dad called it her birthright. Uh, I don't know, because I think that the the Nazis and Hydra have it before then. So <laughs> she was alive back then. No, no, no. But I, it, they talk about it like they've been carrying it around for a little while. So mm-hmm. it might not be a specific person's. Yeah, I don't. I never got any sort of sense of it being a specific person's. It always just seemed like a mysterious mythological artifact. Although obviously there's more than one. Yes. Because that one was definitely broken. Yes. And then we go to the end of the episode with mysterious eyeless man, and he's got one in a box. And, and he's calling someone else. Implied that there is at least one other person, but then he says, "Tell the others." So obviously, there's got to be at least two more mm-hmm. that presumably would have their own diviners alerting them that something has happened. As though there was a whole group of people who weren't quite human, perhaps know, right? inhuman, if you will, but obviously aren't living city because the city isn't actually a city which i think is kind of a letdown just a bit yeah yeah it should be more than just barely carved tunnels and a temple that isn't even really a temple it's a room with that a can be closed. That's it. There's a pedestal. Okay, a room with a pedestal. But, like, no fancy carvings, which is kind of a letdown. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing was a... was a Well, the carvings themselves were the map, though. But there was carvings on the floor where Mac landed the last episode. That's part of what took him over. There should be more decoration or control carvings or something in this place. Mm. Too expensive. Probably. Though you could do it at a phone with a hot knife. That's how I would do it. It would look like rock. Paint it up. As long as no one runs on it, you'd be golden. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Opportunity missed. You could carve it out of foam and then cover it in dope and uh, fabric or fiberglass. And that would allow easy carving and also rigid and durable. I'm thinking too much. Yep. Done. Sorry. Cool. Past uh, that, I still have no idea what Mac and um, Bobby's thing is. Yeah, I don't 
think we've got enough hints to really make any sort of guess. Any any guess is going to be a complete stab in the dark. They're just trying to drop things that there is something going on so that later when Bobby's like, I have to go do stuff, it doesn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And it has to do with the original group because it has something to do with, I can't remember the character's name, but the, the character that Lucy Lawless played that they're imply they implied last episode, I think it was, that they might have brought Hunter in after she died. But they didn't. Obviously. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any theories at this point. Yeah, we don't know enough yet. We'll find out later, probably. They've referenced it enough times that I don't think that they'll let that sideline die. Nah, it's going to be important. It'll be important eventually. Maybe third season. Do you know if we've been picked up for a third season or not? Uh, not yet. Uh, the I was just looking at the ratings and where the ratings for this show started off for season two started off at about where they were at the end of season one, which was not super great, but better than the middle of season one. And it kind of dipped down and then we're back up to where we started this season. So if it gets better and people more people start watching it then i imagine we will but if it keeps going about where we're going it's hard to say mm. so who knows who knows could be well guess that'll about do it for this week I think you're right. Uh, or this year, rather. Crazy. That's depressing. No, we might be coming back for Peggy Carter. Yeah, in in the spring. Or in January. What? I have yeah. to go like three weeks without anything. Yep. No movies. Tis the season. No Arrow or Flash. This is some horse shit. We have a lot of stuff to do. It's partially true. It's holidays. It's work. But that's the problem is I don't have anything to do. To, uh, anyway. I'm going to miss my television. I don't watch much, but I watch what I watch passionately. <laughs> when do I get a new Doctor Who? That's what I really want to know. Anyways, if you want to leave us feedback, you can do so by shooting us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. You can also go to our website at colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com. Check out our other shows at almproductions.net. And come on back next year. and we'll Come on back next year. Do yeah. some Peggy Carter stuff and then some more shield stuff and then age of ultron tie-in stuff that'll be exciting yes i'm looking forward to it yeah 
Like us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. And until next year, I am Daniel James. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hengayhawk. Best day ever. <laughs> Best podcast ever. Productions podcast. Leave us feedback at colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com or send us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. As always, thank you for listening. Feel free to check out our other podcasts at almproductions.net. Hey, we're live. We are indeed live. I keep surprising Alan with the going live so he doesn't know that we've gone live, and then I think it made into our conversation. Um, but he, I, he knows the secret now is that there's no boop boop, there's just a little live button. And now I'm hypersensitive of it. Nice. Yeah, podcasting. It's fun. We'll uh, look behind the curtain there for you. I don't know if this is going to make the cut or not, but. Probably not. Put it on our outtakes. <laughs> we should, though. We should who have an is, outtake. Who would listen to our outtakes? Like nobody. People who want to hear more of us during the summertime when we don't have television shows to talk about. I think this is highly unlikely. Always make new content. Clover face, clover face. Wait, shush, so we can get going. I'm ready.